Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the RIP Tour podcast. Uh, we have a special episode today. This is our second episode of Ghouls of the Roundtable. Um, we have some special guests with us. Uh, but before we get them on, uh, let's introduce uh, the hosts that are here. So, Gary, what's going on, dude? I'm good. Um, restrictions are starting to ease finally in the UK. Um, so I'm allowed to now visit my parents. Excellent. That That's good. So I've been down to see them today. My dad did a, a bit barbecue food. Oh, excellent. Um, burn everything. Oh, not um, so good. Not so excellent. <laughs> <laughs> everything was typically burned. Um, All right. It, I woke up thinking it was extremely hot today, but when I told you this morning the temperature, you just laughed. Yeah, I, I asked you if you were high, actually, because... You told me the high was going to be 64 degrees today, and I was like, how is that hot? Yes, sir. That's us yes, sir. That's us here in shorts and hoodies. Yeah. Well, me and, me and Becca are both sunburned. Wow. You know what sunscreen is over there? <laughs> well, nobody ever buys it because we don't never, never need it. Because you never have the sun out? Is that what you're trying to say? That's yeah. how you know no mm-hmm. one's been going outside because of COVID there for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. all right. We're moving on. We'll get to that voice in a moment. Uh, Luke, how's it going, buddy? What's up? It's going good. Enjoying that Orlando life. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Luke is, Ooh, Luke yeah. is now an Orlando resident. Heck yeah. You loving it there? Yeah, but get out of here. Yeah, I'm loving it. It is so awesome. close to the parks now, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's like 10 minutes. It took me... How long did it... I was going to say, how long did it take you to get uh, from when you were living over in the Tampa area there? Oh, easily like an hour and a half. Oh, and what a difference, huh? But it might take you that just on I-4 though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And then our last um, host of our team is Ash. My guy, what's going hey, on, dude? Doing good. Doing fantastic. Happy to be uh, back in Florida. Oh, yeah. Ash is now back again as a Florida resident. Let's go. Oh, yeah. This is a long, long drive. I'm tired. My body's imagine. aching. But you know what? The RIP tour comes first. So I'm here, boys. Yeah, well, he did it. We're all, glad you're here. Yeah, you did it just for RIP tour, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that's it. But I'm, I'm no, I'm glad, I'm glad to be back. You know, uh, I am going to miss Western New York. It had a lot of good points. But yeah, so, so happy to be back in florida now for the foreseeable future and um i know you're going to come to them tim but i'm excited to have the guys on too it's going to be it's going to be a fun episode oh yeah all right can i just say Ash, yeah. how, how long did it take you to drive just to do this show or oh, to just to get here from <laughs> from a new house like an hour yeah. and, an hour and 20 minutes <laughs> no, that's so, dedication so this is the reason is i don't have wi-fi in my house now until tuesday um so Friday they were supposed to come. They said, sorry, we can't do it this weekend. We'll have to come next weekend. And because of the holiday weekend, I'm stuck until Tuesday. So things you do, you know, for the show. <laughs> Dedication, bro. Dedication. Oh, nice, Tim. All right. So that leads us to our guests. So um, obviously you'll probably see the title somewhere, but we are going to call this Inside Bruniversal. Um, so we have uh, some of the boys here from Inside Universal. We have Drew. What's going on, my man? What up, bro? Two for two on these Ghouls of the Roundtable episodes. Yes, that's this is true. You are two for two. <laughs> we just like you coming. Just back. like the Jets. Oh, this guy. This guy's got to start <laughs> as we're on. Unreal. Uh, and then, of course, we have Brian. What's going on? Hey, everyone. What's going on in your world? Ah, just another day. 
just trying to make it through. We're almost done with this. I hear that for sure. This COVID thing. Got a microphone that finally works, so. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, you missed it. from Timbuktu. Yeah, obviously, guys, you didn't hear it, but it took us about 20 minutes to to make sure we got Brian's Brian's mic to to get all set up. But we're good now. We're ready to go. Um, I think before we get into... um, the the actual topics and questions of our roundtable um thoughts on maybe some things going on so guys universal is now maskless for everybody that is vaccinated that includes inside and outside so um i'm just going to throw it around whoever wants to jump out what do you guys think about that (laughs) (laughs) okay all right (laughs) there it is my freedoms I don't want to get canceled. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, hey, look, look, the, the rules are set there, right? So obviously they're not, you know, they're not requiring proof. So right. it's an honor system. If you stay true to the honor system and you feel comfortable doing so, then by all means, go for it. Absolutely. So you're not, if you're following the rules and you're not breaking any rules, then do what you want to do, man. That's the way yeah. I look at it. Agreed. Yeah. Anybody, anybody else on different thoughts? I mean, personally, I swam. Oh, go ahead, Ash. Oh, Guanluk. No, oh, Guanluk. Oh, Gary, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Gary. After you. So I was, I was just going to say that um, I know the the mask policies changed again. With like, if you're vaccinated, you don't. But like, when it was last week, when they changed it, like outdoor areas, I went to one of the UK theme parks. Um, I think it was last October for their haunt event. Um, and in, I think in most of the British parks, it's always been the, um, policy that you don't have to wear a mask outdoors. And I think like when I was at Alton Towers, it was handled brilliantly. Like everybody kept that distance. Um, there wasn't many people wearing masks outside, but I didn't see anybody not wearing a mask outside. Um, and I just think it's crazy. The difference between like the American UK, American like theme parks to the UK theme parks, how different the policies have been. Um, but obviously, I'm happy. Nobody wants to wear a mask, really, to the inside the theme park. Um, so it's a step in the right direction if people don't abuse it. Yes. Yeah. Luke? I just thought it was way sooner than I had thought. I thought they were going to wait till like, mid-summer. Because the, they did the uh, no mask for vaccination, like, a week before they did just no mask in general. So I was like, it just caught yeah. me off guard. But, again, I get my – actually, I get my second dose – Tuesday, so excellent. Yeah, nice. I will be one of those maskless people drinking some <laughs> drinks. Fabulous, <laughs> fabulous. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I agree too. I think as long as everybody is is like honestly using this honor system, you know, yeah. not abusing it, and you know, uh, we're good to go. There's always I people mean, who take advantage of things, of course. Yeah. And it's, of it's, course. That's going to be anywhere, any place, anytime. It's not just limited um, to theme parks. Exactly. I think the last I saw for Orange County. Is there closing in on almost sixty percent? Um, yeah, and they're and they're under the the rolling positivity rate. That their goal right, was it, under five, yeah, and they they're correct. like four point seven now. Yeah. So, and I think like that, what it, what is the goal? Is it seventy percent that they're looking for? Yeah. To, that yeah. was that was the vaccination percentage that they wanted to reach, or the positivity number. Like, right, and then I think I think I saw seventy. I think seventy nine percent is what they're looking for for herd immunity. I think is what the ultimate uh, goal is for every, you know, for the percentage of mm. being vaccinated. So we're getting we're, there, boys. We're, we're getting there. Yeah, we're almost out of it. 
So, so what do you think? Are you guys excited then? That means it's going to be a uh, maskless HHN boys. Yes. Oh, yes. Go through them houses. So now the question is, so all the plexiglass and all that kind of stuff is going to come out of the houses, correct? I, one yeah. would imagine, right? Yeah. yeah. We saw Finnegan's yesterday. It took, yeah, it took what did you saw Finnegan's? Like, <laughs> oh, did it took the plexiglass away? Yeah, yeah they took, it's gone. Yeah. So now it's oh, good. Oh, okay, great. No, yeah. So they're already, they're already removing We did it, already. gang. Okay, sweet. We beat it. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, all right. Anybody got anything else before we get into the topics? I just figured I we think you're missing that. the big um, Which one? The big thing that's happening next Saturday, Tim. Oh my god, I totally <laughs> forgot. So, um, actually, Gary, I'm just going to let you go with it. You and you oh, I was not expecting that. I put my. Well, I wasn't expecting button. to host. I wasn't <laughs> expecting to host either. So there you go. So, um, HHN at home is happening again this year. Um, we were lucky enough to to be invited last year, and we took part. Um, I know you guys, Brian and Drew, Universal Inside Universal, are taking part as well. Um, last year was awesome, especially with the event being cancelled. I really had a great day doing that. Um, did you, did you guys enjoy it last year? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was it was really yeah, cool was just to fun. see everybody like get involved and uh, you know, just posting pictures and taking part in Quiplash and whatever else was going on and uh, you know, uh, the Steve watching movies and yeah. stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I was. I'm just gonna say I'm a little upset because we were actually a part of it, and then the original plan fell through. And if it would have came to fruition it would have been awesome but we're just gonna get it to work so are you do- are you doing it this time it's something different but we will be a part of it this year it, it, it's yeah. something a lot more safe okay. <laughs> okay. i don't have to rely on, on a certain approval from a certain theme park about interviewing a certain somebody that wears makeup oh, <laughs> okay okay all right fair enough yeah we, right, we've right. run it we've actually run into that problem for the last what six months we've been trying to <laughs> figure out how to yep. do that Anyway, we sure have. Uh, but yeah, so we will um, we will be on next Saturday, uh, June fifth. We, as uh, the RIP Tour podcast, will be hosting a live trivia contest um, at one o'clock, and it's going to be, be uh, done through our YouTube channel. Correct, Gary? It is. Yes, okay. live stream on the YouTube channel. Um, so we will be there. I think between one and two is our spot. Um, so come on, come join us. Answer questions. Uh, we're giving what are we giving away? I don't even know what we're giving away. What are we giving away, Gary? It's either we haven't decided yet. It's either going to be a T-shirt, yep, or one of the RIP to a print. Oh, sweet. Okay, um, awesome. With might even give both oh, away. Who knows? Yeah. We'll have Ooh, to see. I like that. Depends, fancy. depends how fancy we feel on Saturday. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, we might as well just make it both. And then, yeah, uh, um, Drew and Brian, what time are you guys um, doing your thing? And if you can give any description whatsoever, or if you're saving it for a secret, that's totally cool, too. Uh, ours is at 1130. It is, if you're familiar, we've done a couple of videos of it, of the history of Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, we've done a Jack Sorry. video. We've done Scary Tales. This time, it is the director. Ooh, Ooh I love it. I love nice. it. Excellent. Um, but there's so many people that are going to be involved. I don't have the list in front of me. If anybody does, you can jump in and list. But there's, you know, a lot of people that were there's here. There's a ton. Here from last time. Ton of people. And I think this is great. It's being done in June. You know, what do we got? September, October, uh, July, August, September. Oh, we're talking, gosh. what, three months from 
or so after this, you know, after this happens Saturday. So that's kind of like a lead up and get us pumped up for a, a full fledged event. I'm ready. Bring on the horror. Do it. Yes. <laughs> yes. My, my body. It's ready. All right. Okay. So now <laughs> have we got everything covered, Gary? Luke, nah. Ash, Luke, I Ash, so. anything? I think, uh, yeah, just one one little shout out for yep, Islands Islands of Adventure. It's their anniversary this weekend. Is that right? Twenty two years. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What a park! Wow. Best theme park in Orlando. Oh yeah, I always forget. Oh, I'm the no same question. age as the park. <laughs> Damn, Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm That's an old crazy. geezer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you like the youngest out there. By a long way, I think. Nice. <laughs> all right, all right, lads. We're gonna we're gonna get into the to the roundtable session now. So basically, uh, we're gonna do it like last time. Um, each of us has brought a topic or a question um, to this table that we're gonna share, and then everybody's gonna go around and give answers and all that kind of stuff. So, um, well, since Gary gave me the hosting. Uh, responsibilities. I will throw my question out first. How about that? Oh, oh. thanks, Tim. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, um, <laughs> well, only Brian knows my. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Wait, I didn't say you. I said I'm going to throw mine out first. Wait, are you listening? Uh, oh, right. this guy's. Oh God. Me. No, you know uh, what? Um, you, no, you know what? I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> okay. Okay. You go well, first. Brian knows my topic anyway, so he's had time to think of an answer. Um, <laughs> Actually, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> So what I want to know is one time that Halloween Horror Nights has totally blown you away, and I'll pass it straight back to Tim. Ooh. You are the absolute worst right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did not know your topic, and then you just throw it to me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So repeat this question one time where HHN totally blew you away. Totally blew me away. Yeah. I mean, there's... Ugh. Oh, I can think of it, Tim. <laughs> I mean, well, there's been there's been there's been a couple times. I'd, I'd like. I think I'm going to go with this one just because there was a whole group of us. So, um, <laughs> somebody remind me of what year this was, Luke? You were with me. Twenty eight. No, twenty nine. Yeah, okay. Okay. So you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, uh, that's the one. So I was this was say. <laughs> opening night, um, and we're all in the stay and scream over by Finnegan's. And we're super pumped, and we've all decided that we're going into Ghostbusters first. And I don't think I've ever seen a reaction by all of us. And I mean, there was like, what, 10 of us or so that went as a group, and we went into Ghostbusters, went through the house, and every single one of us just walked out with a smile. I mean, from ear to ear, we were just blown away at how amazing this was. So. And I'm sure Drew will probably, you know, chime in on this as well, because I know how uh, big a fan he is. But this is like, this is my childhood, you know, like this movie was so fantastic. And to actually walk through this house, like walking through the movie, it was incredible, Mm -hmm. absolutely incredible. And they literally knocked this one out of the park. And and like I said, the, the reaction on all of us walking out of that house and all of us just like hooting and hollering and <laughs> and just going oh my god this is the first house you know how is everything else going <laughs> to yep. live up to this this is incredible but uh that was definitely a blow me away moment was walking through that house and having that reaction with everybody and just sharing it with 
know, with all the all the boys coming out. So there you go, Gary. I've answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to and I'm, I'm going to throw it to Drew now because I know how how big a fan Drew is of Ghostbusters. I mean, but like you said, even though it has nothing to do with this, but it, it's just a testament of how good the team is that they can take something that's not necessarily a scary movie and turn it into such a memorable walkthrough. Whereas, yes. you know, like one of those houses that will scare the crap out of you, which I'm not going to name any names because I don't want to, you know, steal ideas from people or anything like that. But, you know, it's just, you can take something that's an original idea that can scare the crap out of you, or you can take a movie that's basically a comedy that really is going to bring those, those memories back to you and make it just as good. But I don't, this is a, a tough question for me because I, I've done so many houses and so many zones and everything it's it's hard nowadays for me to see something that really i feel like is like the first time that i've seen something so amazing now but for me and i'm not a huge as huge a fan of this as i know gary is i know my wife ashley is but the first time that i did the stranger things house i think i was completely blown away because it felt so authentic to the source material. It also felt very Halloween Horror Nights-ish, but it felt more like a permanent attraction than any of the other houses that I've ever done have been. Like, if there was ever a property nowadays to get a permanent year-round haunt, I feel like it would be Stranger Things because of the incredible audience that it appeals to. But they took so much effort and so much time into a temporary attraction but it truly felt like something that was going to be there for at least a couple of years. You know, from when you look at the promotional images that they released for that house, because I remember like we saw an image or two before the event started, and there was two that really stick stick to my head, which is the photo of the bedroom, of Will's bedroom. It just looks so like so much like the show. It's insane. But also the school, like the hallways of the school and how there was like a ceiling on the 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 school over there like when you walk through those houses there's usually not a roof on you and you don't even realize because you're so immersed in what's going on around you but it's just the extra steps that they took to kind of really make it feel like you're in the show um i've since come to like the show a lot more than i did at the time but it really like when we went through for the first time i mean ashley was like crying because it really felt like she was in this world that she loved so much and that's kind of, it's almost like the Harry Potter of of Horror Nights in the sense of it really just genuinely transported people to another space. So I wish I could have appreciated it even more at the time like being a bigger fan of the show, but like that house was like a triumph in scenic design. I think that's such a super great analogy to the Harry Potter world. Yeah, I, that's the most beautiful speech I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's crying right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to agree, agree with um, Drew on that one. That is actually my um, blown away moment. Obviously, everyone knows I'm obsessed with Stranger Things. Um, I think I've read every book. Ash got me into the comics as well. I think I own almost every bit of merchandise and memorabilia you can get. In fact, I bought a Stranger Things shirt. <laughs> um, and when I first went through that, I was just totally gobsmacked at, like, like Drew said, the detail. And it just felt like I was actually in the show. 
And, you know, Horror Nights do put effort in all the houses, but it's just the extra steps that they took with that and just everything was so realistic that I just literally couldn't believe that this was just a temporary attraction. I would take that as a permanent attraction all year round. Absolutely. I mean, the fact that they had it open after Halloween Horror Nights for a day. Oh, yeah. To, oh, yeah, I forgot to about day that. guests yeah. just yeah, shows how, how incredible it was to me. I missed that. Well, I still uh, have some uh, stickers from that day. <laughs> those, those Will Byers, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got mine somewhere. Uh, <laughs> well, when, right. you, when you say uh, blown away, I, I have two schools of thought on that because there's the, the side of blown away where I became a Horror Nights fan or the other side of I'm what was already an established Horror Nights fan and they blew me away, and which made me love them even more. So I, I'm going to give a two answer. Um, the thing that blew me away was my first visit uh, to Horror Nights, and that was Horror Nights 12. Um, and it was Scream House. I had no idea what I was in for. I, 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 I was getting hooked on the Halloween around that time. I was doing like local haunts. And so I had an idea, but I didn't expect when I went to Universal what I was, was going to get. And I, the only reason why I ended up going to Halloween Horror Nights that year was because I saw that they were going to do a Carnage House. I mean, being a big Marvel nerd, I was like, oh, I got to do that. Um, this is the year I finally go. <laughs> and I did it. I enjoyed the houses. They had Fear Factor. Less said about that, the better. And then <laughs> the last, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was literally black hallways with random bug tanks and, and whatever. So it was like uh, the Creepshow House in Hollywood. But worse. Did did, did Moody build that one? <laughs> I think I, I Yellow has, has said on Twitter that's one he doesn't regret a lot of houses, but that's one that he feels <laughs> um tear the one back. But yeah, so finally the last house of the night was Scream House. And and if, if you follow Horror Night Store, you would know that, that that was sort of like the first big haunt that Universal started built. Like it, it sort of became the modern blueprint. For houses going forward, it had the icon, it had the the massive facade, the soundstage house. There was just like nothing like that done before. In fact, that was the first year that they did that mirror gag where it looks like the guy's right next to you or far away. And then as you turn the corner, it turns out he's right next to you. Oh, yeah. Right. So that was the house that I was like, okay, I'm hooked. And I've been going every year since. But can I ask you a quick, can I ask you a quick question about that yeah, one sure. first, Brian? Yeah. Um, so at the first year I visited was 13. So I did the Scream House Revisited. Um, how, how different were they? Because a lot of the, a lot of they say it was very similar, but I mean, was it, was it the same? Was it, was, did it have different? It was more or less the same. There? Yeah. There was okay. a few tweaks, but it was more or less the same. Okay. Understood. Um, um, the house that blew me away though, as an established fan was, Dracula, Legacy and Blood in 20, uh, I keep saying 20, 2009, which was Horror Nights 19. And Drew can attest to this because he Terrifying. refused to go in that house for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was scary. one of the absolute scariest houses. And I don't get scared. So if something makes me crap my pants, you're done good. <laughs> and I just remember going to that house just being just amazed with the level of detail, the intensity of the house, just everything. And like, it's Dracula. You go in thinking like it's another vampire house. And you go as you exit, you're like, holy crap. This was like awesome. And then there was one point, I remember Drew, we went through it. And he just remember just letting out a big sigh. He's like, 
I don't think I could do that one for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my two. Nice. nice. I like that. All right, let's um let's see. We got Gary, we've had Drew. We've had myself. So we need Luke and Ash still, correct? You can't forget about Ash like Gary did earlier. I know. <laughs> I know. All right, you know what? Let's, Sorry, Ash. Yeah, let's go to Ash first because, you know, Gary would have forgotten him, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so similar similar to Brian a little bit, I think the uh, the first year where I thought, wow, this is this is just unbelievable. And it was after I had been going for a little while, it was uh, Reflections of Fear, uh, Halloween Horror Nights 18. Uh, hands down for me, the greatest event they've ever done. Uh, and it's not even close. You know, there's no close second for me. Um, just, just the, the backstory, um, the, you know, the, the mazes and the scare zones, how everything's intertwined. And um, yeah, um, that for me kind of made me, I guess, the fan I am today. Um, but yeah, as being an established fan as well, I think um, Jack presents 25 years of Monsters of Mayhem. Um, you know, just, just going through each room, each sequence, seeing, you know, all the nostalgia, um, just going through that one. I came out of that with my, my jaw to the floor. Um, yeah, just looking back on all the nostalgia and everything I've been through in the past years. Um, so yeah, I would say recently the 25 years from 25, but um, overall, like the jaw dropping kind of like amazing moment was just holistically uh, reflections of fear. Just amazing, amazing event. Nice. All right. Let's go to Luke. Does that mean? Oh boy. Um, yeah, buddy. I had to think about this really hard because I didn't know Gary's question because he forgot to put it in the chat. <laughs> no, but, he only um, just sent it to Brian. Get it right. <laughs> oh, Brian yeah. knew. I don't know what the big deal is. <laughs> Jeez. But again, um, I had no time to look at it, so I was just <laughs> as dark as you guys. But <laughs> <laughs> well, one moment that I can think of is I got to go to the very last guest show for Bill and Ted. It was the last one before like the employee show, which is technically the very last one. But oh, I remember the... And yeah. The, yeah, it was awesome. I was able to get the wristband, so I was very lucky. And I mean, I also waited in the heat for like an hour plus. But, <laughs> um, but just the ending of it, because what they put on—I don't know if you've ever seen the videos—and just seeing the crowd's reaction, people were crying. The crowd was going crazy. Just seeing like what effect this event and this show had on everybody else, and then even me—I was getting a little bit choked up. I'm like, "What is going on here? It's just—it's just a show." But it was just amazing. And the fact that they were still able to add in Rufus, they made a, like an appearance from him and just like still add new stuff to the show that still just blew everyone away and blew me away. And that's when I was like, oh, crap, I don't want to see this show go, but it's off. <laughs> I, I may or may not have video from like the end of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. I, took, I like, still... a, like a 10 second video. I was like, I'm just taking it out. I don't even care. <laughs> what are they going to do? <laughs> I, yeah. I think that last show, they, they were like, go ahead, guys. I still, yeah, I still like, have the wristband, too. Yeah, same. I'm never getting Now, question that. about that last show. So we all knew going into opening weekend when we saw Bill and Ted, okay, so this is the show that we're going to get when it's the last one. And so like in my head, there were certain scenes like, oh, when they do this scene at the very last show, I'm going to lose it. Which was yeah. the one that you foresaw coming that was going to make you start shedding a tear. Oh, because yeah. for me, it was the... Uh, when they said, this has truly been an excellent adventure. I was yeah. like, oh, that's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> and the pre-show video they had, every time, every night, I'd be like, this hurts. This hurts my, my chest. You had a month and a half to mentally prepare and just still yeah. couldn't do it. Yep. Do you guys think that will ever come back? 
I don't think it should. Yeah, yeah I, I hope so, but if it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, like it went out. Yeah. It went out yeah. on top. You know, yeah. so it's kind of like you don't want them to bring it back, and then it's just kind of like mediocre, and you're like, it's not as good as it was, and then you yeah. have bad memories, or it, it kind of like ruins the memories of the good times. You know, so I'd I say like that. I, yeah. close that chapter. Like and look, and, and let's be real. The show was kind of a headache with some of the jokes that it would it was doing back then. Yeah. So these days, <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh yeah, duh. <laughs> All right, thank you, Luke. All right, so we're gonna move on to the next topic. Uh, I'm gonna show shout mine one out. Uh, just so you know, Drew and Brian, your questions are going towards the last because I think they're probably the two best questions that we have today. You're welcome. Just so you know. welcome. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> Brian's is probably going last because I cannot wait to hear the this. Enfuego oh. takes. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. I, I purposely chose that question just because I wanted to see the violence that Drew brings to this Oh, round it's going to be great. You know, you know <laughs> I'm going back, bro. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's going to be a four-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just on that one topic. Yeah. Um, okay, so mine has to do with like music and HHN. So we've had musical artists that have collabed uh, with HHN on Houses and Scare Zones. So my question is, what is the one musical artist you would want to see do a collab with HHN on a house or a Scare Zone? So I'm going to let you think about that. Billy Eilish. Oh. <laughs> okay, there it is. <laughs> this topic is done. Um, so I, I'm g- I'm going to answer first. So obvious choice, if you guys know me, would have been Robert Smith and The Cure. Uh, him being basically the godfather of goth. Um, I think it would be really cool to see what he would put together. You know, I'm I'm just thinking castles and stuff like that. But that's not the answer I'm going with. And there are so many groups that I'm pretty sure are going to get mentioned in this, especially with with Luke being in this group. <laughs> um, so I won't mention the ones until they get mentioned. And if they don't, I'll mention them later. But there's one band in particular I think would probably just knock this out of the park. You may not like their music, but what they do on stage is absolutely incredible. I know where this is going, I think. Hmm. So I don't know if any of you guys have listened to the band Guar, yeah. <laughs> but I've seen I've seen them a couple times in concert, and they Ooh. are absolutely incredible. So it just you know really just sweet heavy metal. You know, uh, rest in peace, Dave Brocky. Um, but these guys literally have a warehouse in Virginia where they make their own props. They're doing prosthetics and they the 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 elaborate costumes that they wear on stage as their characters is incredible. Um there's blood, there's guts, there's puke, <laughs> there's piss. I mean, you name it, they do it on stage. Like so when you walk into the venue and you see plastic tarps over the speakers <laughs> and protecting some of the walls near the stage and stuff, you know you're in for a wild show. Um, so if anybody listening, if you haven't seen Guar, just look them up on YouTube. Yeah, just go look at <laughs> some live shows. And let me tell you, it is just wild as hell. Um, and like I said, you don't have to like the music, but I think their creativity would be absolutely outstanding. And I'm not even going for a scare zone. I want it as a house. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's where I'm going is, is I'm going with Guar. So, so that- it, it's funny because when we got this question, when you sent this yesterday, we were in the car driving home from Tampa and 
I read it out loud because I was talking with Ashley and we were kind of like, I was like brainstorming out loud. Right. And, you know, like, you know, she was like, oh, what about this and this? And I was like, I was like, have you ever heard of Guar? <laughs> and yeah, she was like, that. she was like, no, what's that? And I, I said, yeah, look it up. And, and she pulled up the picture. And she went, oh, oh, no. <laughs> and I, like, I'll be honest. Like, I don't, I don't, I think I've ever even heard a song by them before, but I just know okay. them. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. And I was just like, oh, my God. I was like, I can just picture like a, a freaking house with these monstrous looking dudes in it but that wasn't going to be my answer but that's just so funny that that was the first one mentioned because i that's felt awesome. like that was one that was going to be so like deep cut that i wasn't sure if anyone was going to come up with it but man that was the one that i was like i thought of to myself i said i said that's not necessarily going to be my answer but that's like hilarious that was on my radar. nice <laughs> all right so who are you going we'll continue drew so so who are you going with then <sighs> i've i've always had thoughts in my head of like one like easy one so I, again i don't want to like say them out loud that they haven't been picked yet and except the one that i'm actually going to pick okay so okay fair enough um i was i wasn't really like a big fan going into horror nights last or last horror nights of the rob zombie idea but it really worked so well and like you know the whole vibe to me was just kind of like being at like a crazy like festival with like the music and the fire and the lights and all that kind of stuff and then I thought back to a couple of years ago when they had the uh, festival, the deadliest scare zone. And I just remember, I, I yep. remember that they played, <laughs> that they played psychosocial or like a yeah, cover of psychosocial there. And all I can think of is just like that hellbilly deluxe style scare zone of slipknot with just like the dude in the tower banging on the drums instead of the dancers and stuff like that. And like fireballs on top of buildings. And just, yeah. there's just something about like, heavy metal music and like horror that just go you know and then you look at like the masks and the costumes and like you could see these characters out on the streets and i think it would be more of a scare zone i'm going scare zone rather than a house Um, but just because it's that vibe of like being at a concert like an outdoor festival and just having a drink and just people watching all this craziness going on with all that music and that's what made hellbilly deluxe i think so fun for me you know like i love just going by the bar over there and sitting at those tables and just enjoying the chaos but also the big robot man he was the mvp that guy's awesome okay so now i can say slipknot was definitely one of the bands on my it's list. it's one of the easy ones you know and, and i hate being like obvious and like my other one was like super obvious too and i'm sure brian knows what it is um, cause I've mentioned before that I always thought like a house for them would be amazing, but oh, yeah. I'm just thinking like for me, like my personal taste and experience at horror nights that I think like a slipknot scare zone would be super awesome. Yeah. I was I'm on in. the same exact I'm page in. as you drew. That's, <laughs> that was like my top, top of the list band. All right. So Luke, is that your answer? Cause I'm just going to go to you. Well, next, then. I had a backup, which was okay. the Iron Maiden. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. I mean, I think they could probably like a scare zone, maybe, but mainly based off of their, I don't know, they could do a lot of the stuff with their cover art that they have for each album and Eddie the Head and whatnot. And then they could just make it look cool. And yeah, kind of like the same vibe of just the atmosphere of metal playing in the background while all these crazy characters are going crazy around you, you know. So there is my all answer, right. locking it in. Fair enough. <laughs> I like it. All right, uh, Brian, what do you got? No one. 
because I hate music houses and center scare zones. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Um, I'll, like, I'll give credit where, where credit's due. The Rob Zombie scare zone was the best of that year, but I also feel like it gets amplified because of how weak the other zones were. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I've been through like the Alice Cooper houses at both coasts. It yeah. just it just doesn't do anything for me. And like I acknowledge that there is an idea there with Slipknot. And I also would say that up until he was uh, accused of uh, the hashtag Me Too stuff, Marilyn Manson would have been a good concept. But I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon or ever. Um, <laughs> but it just it just doesn't do anything for me, man. And and Fair I know last year like the rumor was Billie Eilish and. And I was like, oh, how dare you? It wasn't because of her. It was just like, I just don't dig music houses. And if I liked it, if I went through it, it was good. Hey, you know what? It was good, but it just doesn't do anything for me. I want the, I want the horror. Fair, fair enough. I mean, that's what I said about the Billie Eilish house too last year. I was like, but I also said, I'll like, I'll eat my words. If that house is amazing. No, you hate women. Oh, stop it. All right, Gary, what do you got going on? Um, I'm on sort of the same wavelength as Brian. I'm not like I'm. You know that I'm not into huge like I'm not like a metalhead or anything like that. I'm more into like electronic music. And I was trying to think how you know you could get that sort of vibe with maybe some like EDM electronic music. And I think something like Skrillex. If I had to choose, um, you know, like a, a musical artist to go with, it could be pretty cool in a house with some, um, you know, some of his darker stuff with some strobe lights, a lot of fog, a lot of UV lights. I think that could be cool. Um, but I'm with Brian. I'm not like amazingly fussed on like musical influences. Like again, I didn't understand the Billie Eilish house. Uh, I hadn't really heard much of Rob Zombie before coming to Horror Nights. Um, so I'm not fussed either way. But All if right. I had to pick something, I think that could be pretty cool. All right. Fair well, enough. if you love horror EDM, there's a Horror Nights event in Hollywood that would uh, certainly fit your bill because he Bertie loves putting EDM in a lot of the houses. Ooh. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. There was one year they don't have. Obviously, they don't have it anymore. They had the uh, year-long monsters attraction, Universal Monsters. So during horror nights, it was Universal Monsters remix, oh. and it was basically a rave party <laughs> with EDM. <laughs> it should be like remix with like three X's too. That's just like what they do over there. <laughs> All right, so Ash, I think you're the uh, the last one to answer for this one. So it's up to you, buddy. Yeah, this this one was a very very difficult one for me because uh, that's not that type of music's not really in my wheelhouse. Like like Drew said a little while ago, like heavy metal and horror typically do go hand in hand, but it's not really my kind of music. Um, if I would pick one, I'd probably say maybe have maybe a zone or a maze that would be you know the, you know the Midnight Syndicate music that they've been using since uh, what's that two thousand three. I believe something like that. Yep. Uh, maybe have you know like, like like for example the the tracks on the vinyl that were released. You know the best the best tracks that they've done for the park. Maybe have those you know in a section, especially for like um even if it's an anniversary year where they where they use you know different tracks or famous tracks from each year. But yeah, just because I'm not a massive kind of muse that that type of music fan, it's a difficult one. But I would use I guess the Midnight Syndicate music as, as part of a zone or a maze. I think. Right. Awesome. Awesome. I'm just, I'm surprised I'm, that no one said wait. Metallica. Oh, God, wait, there's one more that I'm surprised nobody said either. And that's Ice Nine. That Hills. was my other one, too. That was that, my deep yes. cut one. <laughs> yes. Okay. But I thought that I mean, one was too obvious because Rip from see, the Silver I, Screams. That's, 
That's exactly what I thought. I thought that yeah. one was too obvious that Ice Nine Kills would be, you know, whatever, house or zone. But, yeah. Oh, Metallica too, huh? I'm just thinking like Tent House with the Ride the Lightning electric chair over the doors, like the facade. Yeah. You know, for whom the bell tolls, you got like a little clock tower type room. You know, enter I Sandman see. at the end. They can have their depiction of like a Sandman, oh, yeah. you know, like, all right, all right. That was always my idea for, for years, you know, but like a nice. more realistic, grounded idea, I think, would be a, like a scare zone of like something like something. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I was I, like, same thing when I put this question in the, in the group. I was just like, all right, what else? And th- so there was one more that I came up with, um, and that's the band Ghost. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Too. I thought maybe a play off of that, some kind of, you know, religious overtones. Yeah. Something devil. I don't know. Something crazy, <laughs> but I just, I was just trying to something, think out loud. Something but. devil. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but I, to me, I feel like Guar is, is the home run. I mean, oh, yeah. That's just You're not me. wrong. So, <laughs> yeah. Again, <laughs> if you haven't listened to them and you like metal, definitely give them a, a listen because they're, they're so good, but they're so enjoyable to watch. <laughs> All right, so what do we got? We got my question out of the way. Gary's out of the way. So let's go. All right, who wants to go? Luke or Ash? Which one of you guys? You guys can fight it out. I'll go. How about that? All right, cool. Okay, so my question was similar to the um, the Nevermore Madness of Poor House we had uh, and Jack Presents uh, 25 Years House. It was, you know, like a, a what was it? Like a best, best hits house where every room was a little bit different. Um, my question is, if you had to create a maze that was celebrated just one by artist, author, or kind of franchise, what, what would it be where every room has to be a little bit different as part of a different part of that franchise, if that makes sense? I like this question. I like this yeah, question I mean, I can, a lot. I can, I, do, you, do you want me to go, you want me to go first? Yeah, actually, yeah, you <laughs> yes, your please. You pro- and you're probably, <laughs> take, you're probably taking my answer, I guarantee it. Well, you go first, then. I mean, like the first thing that came to my mind is I want a Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. That that I mean that was my answer. That was okay. uh, part of the the perfect HHM we did a while back. That was on there. Yep. Um, but why, why do you why do you explain then what you would I guess I just like to see I mean there? just from I just like you're talking about like a mashup like just scenes from certain movies from 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 Stephen King and, and you know I just there's so many things to go off of in yep. movies. That it's just, it's ridiculous to even try to even list what would go in there, honestly. You know, there's Cujo. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of it is intertwined, like, too. A lot of, a lot of it's from, you know, Castle Rock, the Castle area. Rock, so a lot of it's exactly. intertwined as yeah. well, you know. Um, and they, they could do a lot of the books or even the movies that were, um, you know, a, a little bit obscure. Because if they had something like It, it's going to be its own property, you know. Correct. So maybe maybe like the best of the rest is done. I really do love I mean, that idea for Stephen King. But I wouldn't mind having like an it room. Maybe it's just a little little ode to, to Penny, yeah, Pennywise yeah. somewhere. Maybe he just, yeah. you know, just kind of hides somewhere. Or, a lot of fun. you know, just he's kind of spread out throughout and just kind of hides in different scenes. I mean, that just can be kind of wild. But um, but yeah, Stephen King was the first thing that came to my mind when, when I saw this question for you. Nice. Great minds think alike and so do ours. All right, Gary, what do you got? Um, this is a hard one. Um, maybe he's not. I can't really think of something from on one artist, but I'd love to say a mashup house of the the greatest eighties horror movies. 
or even like sort of like slaughter cinema, but real ones, you know, like um, chopping mall, that sort of thing. I think that would be really cool. But I can't really think of anything for one one artist. I did before you mentioned Stephen King. There did come to my mind, um, but I can't really think of of anyone else. That's a that's a tough question. That's going to take a bit time to think. I feel of like even. for you, Gary, it should be R.L. Stein. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love one. I love Goosebumps. I would love to see <laughs> Goosebumps. That that was on the Ultimate Horror Nights um, map. So yeah, yeah, that 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 would be cool to see. Definitely, I would take your chop. Imagine I would take your chopping ball. <laughs> Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Yeah, because the, the, the chopping mall could be like a, a house of, I guess, like cult classics that are not really loved, you know, universally, yeah. but like a house for the kind of cult classics, I guess. That could Season be cool of the one. Witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because I watched that documentary, The In Search of yeah. Darkness, and I watched the second one recently as well. I got the Blu-ray, um, and there's some just absolute cheese, <laughs> which I think would be awesome to see inside a house. <laughs> All right, let's send it over to Brian. What do you got for this one? Mine is actually kind of similar to Slaughter Cinema, too, but it's based on, I don't know how familiar you are with the works of William Castle. This is a real, like, deep cut. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. okay, so I please explain to me who William Castle is. So William Castle, you may have not heard the name, but you know some of his movies that has since been remade, or some of them at least. House on Haunted Hill, 13 Ghosts. Oh, God. He was the yeah. original... <laughs> No, no, but he was back in the fifties and sixties. He would no, put, yeah, sure. He would put gimmicks in the theater to sort of make it like, I guess the the fifties version of four D. So, no. like for example, in House of Haunted oh. Hill, during the film, whenever there was there was a skeleton that takes place in the film, then the skeleton will actually start showing up around the movie theater. What? That's incredible. Oh, that's uh, actually that's awesome. In Thirteen Ghosts, uh, there was something called Illusiono. Um, and each person got like a little handheld thing, and then the per- it was basically 3D glasses, if you will. But it wasn't really 3D. It's really it was like really gimmicky. But I can see a situation because he, he did House on Haunted Hill, uh, The Tangler, Thirteen Ghosts. He even produced uh, Rosemary's Baby, which I'm sure a lot of you've heard of. Oh wow, oh, no kidding. Okay. Um, and then there was another one called Bugs, which is just basically mutant cockroaches. So, I imagine a version of where you're going into a theater that's inspired by William Castle's gimmicks, but then, you know, the movies come to life. I love it. I like this. That sounds amazing. It does. You're welcome, Horror Nights. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Drew, let's send it to you. So, my idea would be, I know that, like, we were talking, like, authors and stuff, and... Brian kind of went more my direction of where I was going with this. And I'm picturing a slaughter cinema or um, silver screams style house. Uh, John Carpenter's history of horror. So a lot of those movies are really good, really iconic stuff, but you're not really sure how much it could stretch into a full house. You know, we've already had Halloween. Halloween's amazing. We've had the thing. The thing was amazing. And I'm sure a lot of people would love to revisit those in little doses. But there's there's those other movies. Um, you know, you've got The Fog. The fog. Ghost, fog. Ghosts of Mars. <laughs> <laughs> With Ice Cube. You've got The Fog. You've got They Live. Um, shit, you could even have in, like in Escape the, from New York. In, in the month you of could have Escape from New York make an appearance in there. Oh, there's yeah. so much stuff. Christine. There's so many iconic movies. And I'm just picturing like an 80s 
like drive-in style facade of like a John Carpenter, uh, you know, movie marathon with all those iconic movies in it. Maybe not Ghost of Mars, Brian, but I think we can get, <laughs> you know, and just like the music, John Carpenter's Big music. Big trouble in Little China. <laughs> John Carpenter's music just sets such a mood, you know, and it just, I was yeah. I was just going to say, we could have put that in the music category as well as John oh, Carpenter. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny because, like, like I said, we were we were in the car yesterday for a long-ass time. Okay, so we were just, you know, like I was running these things by Ashley, and I was like, man, that's kind of where I came to this idea, was thinking about the music, because we were talking about how the Hive House used John Carpenter music for the um, facade intro area. And yeah. he's just made so much amazing music that even when you haven't seen a movie or, or it's not directly attached to a movie, it still makes you feel like a certain way about horror. And like, he's truly like the king of eighties horror and it kind of piggybacks a little bit off Gary's idea. Um, but I just think it would be amazing. Nice. Yes. I'm in for this. Bring it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about John Carpenter, but yeah, the vibe yeah. he gives off. All good answers, guys. All right, Luke, I think you're going to bring it home for us on this oh, one. Oh, boy. So there was the obvious one that I was thinking of, which was just like a mashup of all the Friday the 13th films, because I think it would be cool to start from the beginning and end with Jason X or Freddy versus Jason. I think that'd be cool. But <laughs> I also want to have, uh, I, I mean, I guess we're going to have it this year, which is just the Horror Nights lore, like Carrie, Ohio just the best mashup of everything they've had in the past event. Cause like they could throw shady Brook in there, which I love the body collectors. They could do all the psychoscopy, just everything. I would, I would love to see all the horror and stuff that I didn't get to see in the past. Like you guys were talking about the scream house too, just to get everything in there and just to carry Ohio mashup house. Which that, yeah, that, nice. That's my answer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do like the Friday the Thirteenth one. Like you say, you start from you start from the beginning with you know Pamela Voorhees, and it kind of takes its turn yeah. goes through all the movies. That's a, that's a cool yeah. idea, and that's a really good one too because there's not a lot of things to like distinguish those movies like separate from each other, except for like the kills, right? Like yeah, they're yeah, all nice. kind of like the same setting until till the end when they decided to just go off the rails and go to Manhattan and hell and space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> but, there's, a, there's a distinct visual difference, Jason. <laughs> like Jason, like what one through like seven are all you know fairly similar in their own regards right so that is a really good idea of a way because like halloween you know you can have like a halloween one halloween two halloween three you know modern halloween they're all different but like friday the 13th you're not going to see a friday the 13th the final chapter house you're just not you know so that would be a good way to kind of get some of those iconic moments into one house exactly yeah and especially yeah yeah, like the setting too they could just you're in a forest next scene you're in new york next scene you're in space (laughs) it's gonna be a fun house they did it in the movie so (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right uh luke you're up what's your topic all right mine is out of all the memorabilia slash collectibles you've gotten from the past years of horror nights what's your favorite one and how did you manage to get your hands on it should I start? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Mine is, um, it's, I mean, it wasn't really difficult to get. I saw it on the ground in a house and I picked it up because <laughs> it was a leaf from the shining hedge maze. 
and it had just fallen off and I saw it on the ground. I was like, cool, I'm going to put that in my pocket. And I've had it ever since. And I think it's just very cool to have. And the kind of similar story, Ashton, um, during 29, during Ghostbusters, have, has an envelope from the Ghostbusters, uh, the, the first room that you were in with all the mailbox, what are those filing cabinets that were like yeah. flying in and out? Same situation. You just saw it on the floor. He's like, cool. I don't know if that's bad to say, but I mean. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's Luke and uh, Ashton getting trespassed next week. Uh, no, 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 no. So that didn't actually happen. Um, <laughs> right. Universal right. Investigations right. making a phone call later this week. Mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll pass that on so uh, we can get past what I just said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to Gary. There you go. Um, it was probably a lot easier for you guys to get this than it was for me. Um, and my favorite piece of memorabilia is the um, Midnight Syndicate vinyl. Um, I never, when I saw, when I woke up and saw that this was a thing, um, I'm a huge vinyl collector. I love collecting vinyls. I've been collecting vinyls since I was like 10 years old. I've probably got over 4,000 vinyls. Um, I want. I knew I had to get it, but I didn't know how. And I, obviously, I, I knew it was limited. And from when I saw pictures, the line was just out the door of everyone trying to get it. Um, and Hunter from the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast, um, who's who's a friend of ours, he messaged me saying he's, he managed to get another copy, knowing that I'd wanted one. Um, and he shipped it over kindly for me. Um, and he he packaged it so well it arrived and i think the copy i've got is number 98 i think or 93 one of the but it's in the 90s um and i love it that much that i've played it once and i've put it in the protective sleeve and never played it again <laughs> nice how many nice. how many was that out of how many did they do was it like 500 is that what it was i, think, I don't I so. remember i don't even i think i think it's 500 it was not i, I want to say 500 that's what that's my memory is telling me Okay. Yeah, so I don't think there's going to be many people in the UK who's got a copy, so that's pretty cool. Big shout out to Ash. He got me that second copy, even though I was there the day of and it was sold out. <laughs> Ash, you are a real one. <laughs> I got you, bud. Don't worry. <laughs> it's still hanging up on my wall right behind me. Nice. <laughs> All right, who Tim, we- have oh. you got any okay, uh, so memorabilia? This is actually a hard question for me. Because I've only been going for, what, four or five years or whatever it is. And honestly, I haven't really bought anything from the event that sounds really bad and terrible. Um, I could definitely think that I could go back and wish that I'd probably gotten some of the prints. But I'm going to tell you what the most... um, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. uh, Necessity item that I bought from HHN was the, uh, the cup um the refillable cup <laughs> that i used every single night at hhn oh, yeah. we haven't officially beat covid until it comes back <laughs> i i mean this is true um but i i bought the actual hhn one um because they did have that one uh the one year or whatever uh but that thing's a lifesaver i mean you, you charge it get it refilled and all night drinking water that's all i was doing um you know i know you guys drinking other stuff but yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I haven't really bought anything for myself. I know, you know, like Brady, he's got a couple t-shirts and some lanyards and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't, I'm like, I, I don't have anything. I, that's kind of crazy. But I wish I had some prints to to um, frame up and put in the in the room, though. 
Walmart. Mm. And then on the other hand, I have far too much. I, I thought this was going to be the hardest question for you, Gary, because I was just like, we're going to be here for about five hours. <laughs> this is probably all this whole stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this whole list of what you got. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what I've got. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll, I'll throw it to Drew now. Uh, so I, too, have the Horror Nights vinyl record. I was lucky enough to get there that day, which I t- honestly, I forgot I even had until I heard you say that. Um, like Luke, I also have some shining things, but I may have just ripped it off myself on the last night. Um, I have, I have um, a piece of wallpaper from a room in the uh, 25 years house. That means a lot to me, and I'm not going to elaborate on that. Um, but one of the, one of the cooler things that we have in our house is, um, someone I know found a giant bag at their office of coins from the, the old Horror Nights parades that they used to have. They found basically like a bag that never got used of those coins that they used to throw off the floats of the old festival of the dead parades. We have a bag of probably at least, I don't know, 30 of coins from Halloween Horror Nights in 1997 (laughs) and Halloween Horror Nights in 1998. We have like a ton of these things just laying around our house now. And I remember during 25, someone was going around the houses and just leaving them in certain places. But we have struck the jackpot with those. And we have so many of these things that like I need to bring some and just hand them out to people that we know. Um, but that's kind of one of those like cool, unique things that not a lot of people probably have, at least in such good shape as we have it. Um, and, but in case, in case she's listening, I have to say that Ashley is the greatest thing that I found at Halloween Horror Night because that is where we Aww. met. She's out right now. Thank God. Oh, okay. <laughs> but in case she listens. <laughs> I'm the ghost with the most, babe. <laughs> Duh. That's pretty sick, though, Drew. That's awesome. Yeah, we got we got all kinds of stuff. Although one of my favorite things that I had, if she's listening, that she ruined was my Harmonites Knights <laughs> 25 Turvis that was put on the bottom oh, rack of this. the uh, oh. of the dishwasher and is now oh, completely no. deformed. So I take no. it back. Things like gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. All right, Brian, what about you? What you got? The Amulet of Fear. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, (laughs) um, I have a photo of the group of us, Drew and my wife, and and I don't think Annie's in the photo, but there's the group of guys that we are. On the last night of Horror Nights 27, I have two photos. Oh, one of us while we were waiting for Bill and Ted. Um, we uh, did uh, Men in Jesus. Uh, now I'm fumbling over my words. Uh, we did Men in Black, Alien Attack, <laughs> and all of us did the Bill and Ted pose on the the photo <laughs> vehicle. That's and I have that attached with the bracelet for the final show. And then the other photo is um, me, Drew. Cam and our buddy that I will not name, but he was the lipstick demon <laughs> in, uh, in Horror Nights 27 in the finale. And um, 
he's been known to get aggressive with us to grab them on man. purpose. Uh, that's where hashtag he grabbed that man came from because he would grab that man. <laughs> and, and people thought like this was real. Like for example, we also were accosted in Halloween two with permission, of course, on Halloween two, where he would grab us and take us into the boo hole. And people would think, Oh my God, this is real. They thought we were plants. Well, he continued that trend in 27. So um, we got a photo of him with approval and so I just sent it to you guys a, in the little group chat thing. Yeah, it's more of a memory thing than memorabilia. But oh yes, my I god! Right. I also <laughs> I, I do have to mention I do have a Michael Myers vinyl. Those you know those little pop vinyls they had like for Jack and and mm-hmm. uh, Bones and all that. I couldn't find that one at the end of Horror Nights twenty six. I ended up finding it, and now he's sitting in a dumpster. For hashtag dumpster Mike. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Who's next? All right. So I think Ash is closing this one out, right? Yep. All right. Bring it home, Ash. Cool. Yes. Yeah, so the the one thing I have, I think, what I don't think many people would have, and it's just, it's not really it's not valuable or anything. So uh, from Horror Nights thirteen, my first year, there was a show called Infestation. Oh, yeah. It's very similar. You remember, Brian? Yeah. Sim- very similar to like a Fear Factor thing. Um, now, I, I have a, like a piece of paper from Naya for casting. It's, um, it has everything on it. It says you can only participate if you're 18 years or above, etc. Now, I, don't, I, I can't even remember why I have it because I wasn't above 18 at the time and I was with my granddad and he didn't take part or anything. But I have it and it's signed by the actor who played the director uh, at the time. It's just, just a piece of paper and it says... Uh, I can't remember what it says, and it says, welcome to the director's casting call, and it's like a bunch of bullet points, and it gives you, you can only participate if, and I'm sure they get given to the you know the guests or the participants, but for some reason I have it, and it's signed, and I can't remember how I got it. Oh, wow. But yeah, it's pretty, um, yeah, awesome. yeah, it's pretty cool. So I mean, I, I get a lot of people, but again, it's just a piece of paper, it's not worth anything, it's just, and it was my first, it was my first event, so it's, uh, it's pretty sentimental. It's yeah. pretty cool. I feel that though I have too many pieces of paper that are just sitting in a box somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now this is where the tables are going to start turning because we got some Uh-oh. some juicy questions coming. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get kicked off this podcast after this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I said, I'm keeping Brian's until last. So, Dr- so Drew, <laughs> take it away with yours. All right. So my question was going to be. We've seen a lot of movies, TV shows, uh, music, video games, all kinds of stuff, right? Translate to good properties at Halloween Horror Nights, good houses, good scare zones. What is one original Halloween Horror Nights property, house, scare zone, whatever it is, that you think could translate to a movie, TV show, or other form of entertainment and be like successful? Oh man. Good question. I love this question. Yeah, this one's yeah. So why don't you go, Tim? Oh, all right. <laughs> so I was kind of torn between two on this one. Um because the two I'm gonna well, I guess I'll just go with the one in case somebody takes the other one. Uh but the two that I'm thinking of were were probably the top two scariest houses that I've been through. And I think, and I'm not saying this would be a great as a series. Maybe it could if somebody had like a great script, but I think maybe as a movie, something could be done and be fantastic with it. And that's Scarecrow the Reaping. Um, 
I just think, God, I love this house so much. Every time I think about it, I just love this house. <laughs> um, but I just feel like if they could do something with this, I think this would be an amazing movie. I just feel like, you know, whether it's one scarecrow or it's multiple scarecrows, um, you know, coming to life, doing something, going after farmers, people, the town, who knows? There's like the the list of possibilities, but I would love to see Scarecrow as a movie. So that was my choice. I like that it. That is a solid choice, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> who who, who wants next? to go next? I think Gary, I think Gary wants to go next. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> I'll, I'll go next. Um, I would love to see a Jack and Chan's TV series. Um sort of taking a little bit of a Batman Gotham vibe so slash Joker throw a little bit WandaVision in there for good <laughs> good measure a little, little vibe off that um, and I because I, I I'm enjoying at the minute TV shows more than movies because you can obviously they're spread out longer and more time and more of a storyline um, so I would really love to see something done TV wise with Jack and Chance I, I like didn't even that think one. about that as icons. Yeah, that's uh, that's great as a TV show too. Yeah, maybe like an anthology where it's totally different every week, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like Young Rock, yeah. but Young Jack. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, who's going I, next? I I got an obvious one. That's kind of okay, I, I'm sure everyone was thinking of this, but a Slaughter Cinema TV series. Yes. Um, basically, that's why I didn't awesome. see that because I knew creep show style. <laughs> exactly, list, yeah, yeah, creep show style. I'm like, they could easily do that, and then just after they've done all the one that's been in the houses, just make more. I'd be down, but not a Shutter exclusive. <laughs> make it just you know. I think it's free. on AMC now as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, because I keep seeing commercials for it on TV. Oh, I canceled my subscription. Sadly, I gotta, I gotta renew that. Anyways. <laughs> Ash, you want to go? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so mine again, like Gary's, is is an icon. It's, it's from my favorite year, like I've already mentioned. It's Reflections of Fear. Uh, I think just the backstory leading all the way up to Mary Agana opening a facility where she could perform all her experiments on fear, and then obviously Bloody Mary coming out. Then you go, you go into the mirror, and like the world's kind of, Ooh. I guess, turned upside down. <laughs> you can use a lot of the of the originals because I mean. I think the, were they all originals that year? Yeah. Traction? I think yeah. Doomsday. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Doomsday. 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 <laughs> Doomsday was a universal yeah. movie, right? Yeah. Right. So I think, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the maze wasn't great either. But um, uh, they had yeah, five young cannibals. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think um, all those originals could be used as well. I think just taking that event holistically, using the backstory they made. Uh, even putting obviously Legendary Two Bryce Schuster in there as well. That could make a pretty good, pretty good movie. And I'm thinking two parts for it as well. Oh, he's already he's already making the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got everybody <laughs> cast already. That's what, what's your cast? <laughs> uh, Keanu Reeves. Like, uh. <laughs> uh, that was my idea, so never mind. I can't have anything. Oh there. man. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so I can think of another one on the fly. Uh, Psychotherapy Home for the Holidays. Yes. Oh yes. Make it like a purge type slasher film where they're they're attacking a neighborhood and you just focus on one family trying to escape Christmas. and you have a whole bunch different. Yeah, during Christmas. Boom. Christmas. There you go. Oh nice. 
Well, so I guess that leaves your boy. Um, For me, the first thing that came to mind is just because I love the aesthetic. I love the the music that went with it and just the general vibe would be like Vamp 55. Um, I know that it's probably played to death in the Horror Nights, uh, you know, perspective of things. But like, just think of like those popular shows nowadays, like Riverdale and WandaVision. Have they had those throwback episodes and people just eat that stuff up? mix that in with like that vampire and like the, the doo-wop type music of it. I love stuff like that. I think that would be fantastic. My other pick though would be in terms of making it into a movie would be twisted traditions because trick or treat has gotten a huge following nowadays. When that movie came out, I kind of don't think the world was like ready for it yet. Almost, you know, like it really, like when it first came out, there was not a lot of hype surrounding it. It has just created this cult following, but now it's become such a big thing. And Twisted Tradition really had that trick-or-treat vibe going with it that I think could translate to a really good movie. Especially, again, we've got like that 80s type setting that's really popular nowadays, judging by the characters that were in it and the year that it took place at the event. Yeah, I think that would be another really good one. But I, did, I do love the idea of Slaughter Cinema as well. That was another one that I thought about too. Yeah, that was the first one, but pretty obvious. But Twisted Traditions, yeah. Because they had a lot of good, like, even like the girl in the pumpkin, too. I feel like they could do a lot of SFX if they wanted to. Whoever made the movie. Drew, are you directing? I, um, No, I'm going to hire someone else to direct. And I don't have any stars of that movie. I mean, I feel like every movie now looks for, like, Tom Holland or what's that other guy? What's that other guy that just got cast in something this week? Timothy yeah, Chalamet. there we go. That's, that's <laughs> one of those guys I'm sure will be one of the lead, uh, you know, high schoolers yeah, in that go. movie. Of course. <laughs> All right, who's up next? Oh, it's the last one, that's right? That's it. Uh, it's the air. okay so this, this is gonna be i can't wait for this this is just gonna be heated and violent oh and man cracking my I'm knuckles right it. now i just want to hear everything so brian Get the plastic wrap over the speakers folks brian <laughs> stretch a little bit here yeah please, please give us your topic what is the most overrated thing at halloween horror nights the entire event <laughs> Whether it be house, zone, character, have at it. Drew, I want to start with the fire. I want to unleash the beast. Now, Drew, the floor is yours. Before I get to my actual pick, I don't think, I mean, you can maybe take this out. I'm not going to mention any names, but I think we all know that a certain <laughs> dance group, okay, good riddance. All right, first of all. <laughs> overrated get out of my event (laughs) but if i'm going in terms of the way that people receive certain you know houses or or aspects of the event treating it like god himself or herself hand delivered this thing to the event saying it's the greatest thing that ever happened for me it's dead waters i i will never understand the fascination that people had with this house. If it was not for the facade. Now, don't get me wrong. The facade for that house was amazing. I mean, it just incredible, but I would say the facade probably made up about 85% of the budget for that house because that house, there was nothing special after that grand reveal of that riverboat. You've got the tilted floor. 
to me, that's a crutch. That's nothing special. That's it, it's kind of a pain in the ass. I'd rather just walk through the tunnel and avoid it because nothing happens when you're on that tilted floor because they're liable for injuries when people fall and stuff like that. The house just ended. It wasn't finished. It was an incomplete house. If it was not for that riverboat, no one would have given a shit about that house. Deathwater Bayou at Bush Gardens is a better house than that house. Plain and simple. End of story. I think the other best thing about that um, about the house was Pamela's head. <laughs> and that? zombie Mark Twain. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's his face? It was um, Curly. He was in there. And Stinky Pete. From, uh, Stinky Pete. There you go. From from uh, Ghost Town. Yeah, but now the thing oh, is, is what? like I I totally can appreciate those things, but people just treat like this house like as if there was nothing even close to being on that level that year. And that's just yeah. not true. Like, it's just, it's not even close to true. Like, you know, my, I know that this one really pisses a lot of people off too, but like, what was it? It was 29, right? The universal monsters house. It was good. It wasn't the best house. It wasn't yeah. a top three house to me at all. It was kind of middle of the pack. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Dead waters. They use the dead waters. Um, the river boat as part of the USA today. Um, what's, what is it? Um, what word I'm looking for, for the promotion for it, for the whole event, they used like dead waters basically. And then put all the rest of the mazes underneath it. Oh, but people, people tend to love it, but yeah, it was apart from like you say, apart from the, uh, you know, facade, that opening, the opening bit. Yeah, it was a very. Yeah, I would say it's think, it's uh, forgettable after that, yeah. that that boat. If it wasn't for that riverboat, I don't really think it would be looked back at all in terms of HHN lore. Yeah. And then Hollow Scream had Deathwater Bayou, which was basically the same sort of house. But honestly, I think Deathwater Bayou was just a little bit better because they had a lot more better scares in that house. Like the bungee dudes? Yeah. I don't know if you ever you guys went to the house. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> they were out for blood. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I want to hear... I want to hear Tim's... Yeah, I was just going to say Of course you do. Right? <laughs> uh, this was... I'm not going to lie. This was kind of tough. Um, so I've enjoyed everything. I mean... Uh, let's be honest. I mean, there. Yeah, all right. There's been. A couple Come on, of Tim that... Blumhouse too. Come on, man. Uh, all right, that one was really bad. <laughs> Blum, at least Blumhouse one was good because we yeah. got some really good best house of the year that year, man. You know, and people called us house. crazy opening weekend. Us house. I mean, I don't care what you all say. It's trash. It was not good. But <laughs> no. No. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get hate for this. So I'm I'm just gonna walk away right now. <laughs> um, but you, this is most overrated, correct? That's what we're talking. I'm not saying I don't love it. I don't hate it. I just think it's the most overrated. <laughs> Anybody have a guess, guess what I'm gonna say? I think. I don't think you do, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Things. Killer clowns from outer space. Get off this oh. thing. I, 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 I You're know not I'm wrong at all, buddy. I'm not gonna. I know I'm not. I, like I'm. Wait, but are we talking about the house or the zone, or both? Well, uh, the zone was definitely a hundred times better than the house. Okay, fair. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, because I just I, like the interaction was just superior, and 
you know the this characters did an amazing job and and again i don't hate the house i don't love the house but i think it's overrated i just i don't know i guess i love the costumes i love the way they look but it's kind of hard to come across as really scary and what they and, and i know the movies can't be in funny and this that and the other thing i just i don't know i'm just not a huge fan I just th- I think it's very overrated, and I know I just pissed off Connor and God knows how <laughs> yes. many other people um, that listen to us. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Like I said, I'm not saying I hate this. I don't. I don't hate it, but I'm just not like a huge fan. Like I know some people are. They're like diehards and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I think that's. A, I think that's. A, I think that's a fair comment. I think the, the the scare zone was a lot better than the maze. Same with trick or treat. I think the scare zone was a lot better than. You know what the maze actually was. I do too. I I I am in, in in total agreement with that. Both scare zones were better than the houses, and I and and it's great that they tested it as scare zones first to see what they could do with houses, mm-hmm. and I love that. I think that's great. Um, but to me, I think they're they're over two for changing uh get setting the scare zone into a house. And, and again, yeah. again, I'm saying I it's not that I hate the houses. I don't hate the houses. I enjoyed it. I like I had fun going through it. Um, and I know there's the, you know, the fun houses and that kind of stuff. I just like, I'm just going off of the question and the topic that Brian has brought <laughs> up that it's the, one of the most overrated, but my, I just feel like my counterpoint he would be though, is if they okay. didn't have those scare zones, the years before those houses, do you yep. think you would have received it a little bit better? Oh, that's a great question. You know, because I almost like trick or treat. The first, what, like three rooms or so felt like it was just the reused props for the scare zone with like the houses and like the kid throwing up on the porch and stuff. Like nothing felt different I, for a while. Okay. So, okay. So here I'm, I'm going to go with this. I feel like if they didn't do them, if they didn't do both these properties as houses, I wouldn't be bringing up killer clowns. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they were left as scare zones and not brought as houses, I wouldn't say it's into the overrated. If that makes sense. Killer clowns was just as a scare zone was just made by the incredible people that took on those. Oh, abs- absolutely. Cause there was and nothing special there. It was just no straight no. up. Correct. The people. Correct. And that, and that's why I think the scare zone was, and, and I'll say it, it was a thousand times better I agree. than the house. I agree. And again, I'm reiterating to all of you killer clown fans. I don't hate the house. I just think the scare zone was a, a thousand times better, and I just think Killer Clowns is just way overrated. That's my thoughts. That's all. There you go, Gary. Were you surprised about that? <laughs> I actually, was I was, ex- I was. I don't know what I was I, expecting. I, I just thought yeah, it so was going to be hot tea. So, Luke, what were you expecting? Did you think I was going to say that, or was it going to be something else? I was expecting something else that I don't know if I should say. <laughs> I mean, say it. I like uh, the the community. <laughs> wow well the grenade and leave you I mean, know, yeah, you know what i mean you just pulled the pin and ran away yeah i'll say this real quick listen i think I, i'm gonna say 90 percent of the community is amazing there are obviously some bad oh, yeah. out there and oh, we've yeah. all seen that and I'm not mentioning names because I'm not giving anybody the satisfaction of anything like that. Um, but, you know, we're all here for one thing. We love horror. We love talking about it. We just, yep. you know, we, we love being there. 
And that's all what it's about. It, you shouldn't be breaking down people. You shouldn't be going after people. It's just dumb. Stop it. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we all love the same stuff. And even if we don't, we, we disagree and we talk about it and we argue about it and it's fun. But don't, like, don't go after p- people personally and attack them because of yeah. that. Or yeah. be um, a creep. Yeah, yeah, or be a creep yeah. and, and sliding into, you know, DMs and stuff like that. And again, I'm not going to mention any names. You know, we're, we're, that's not what we're here for. I, I, I uh, but damn, way to throw way to throw that grenade, dude. <laughs> hey, I'm not here. Ain't nobody got time for this. Yeah. All right. So now I now I want to know what Gary's is. Yeah, oh, I've been scared for this one. Oh, God. If you say what I think you're going to say, I'm leaving. <laughs> well, I've got two. Oh. I'm going to double mic drop. Um, first one, Vamp 55. Oh. I just don't get the hype. Okay, I'm, I'm actually shocked about this, that one. Okay. I didn't enjoy <laughs> the scare zone one bit. You're nuts, but and okay. I just, don't, I just don't get when you see on Twitter, just people, oh, it's amazing. It's so good. And I'm just like, really? All right. Really? It's all good. And um, my second one, which might upset most of you, yeah, Poltergeist was not that good. Ooh. That's it. I'm leaving. Party guys was amazing. <laughs> See you, bro. It was good. Okay, so it let me just wait. Wasn't I, as good as everybody says. Let me ask you this, Gary. Did you see the movie before you went into the house? I did. Yes. Okay. So you so you knew the property. You you knew what was coming. Yep. Mm-hmm. So did you not like? <laughs> I'm just I'm curious because I want to get down to this. Did you not like the way they did the house because it was an interpretation in some parts? As I say, I didn't disenjoy the house. Oh, I okay. Liked the house. Okay. You just think I it's just overrated. Don't... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just everybody's saying how mind blowing that house was, and it was house of the year for them and stuff. I just didn't didn't see that. What was I can't. I, there was other houses that I enjoyed more that year. I can't remember. Was it twenty eight? Yeah. Like slaughter so cinema. What did we have in twenty eight? Uh, oh well, there you go. Slaughter Cinema was my top house I that think... year. Anyway, so I, th- I thought Slaughter Cinema was much better yeah. than Poltergeist. Yeah. Was that Scary um, Tales as well? Yeah, I mean, the the originals that year were amazing. We had Carnival Graveyard, Seeds of Extinction, yeah. Slaughter Seeds, Cinema, Dead Seeds Exposure. of Extinction was awesome that year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so let me get this straight. You weren't a fan of them only moving the headstones. <laughs> <laughs> but they left the bodies. But as I say, it wasn't an awful house. I did enjoy the house. It was a, I got some scares in that house. I just don't think it is highly rated in recent years as people people see it. Wow, there's going to be a lot of feedback and hatred. I, you know what? There, this discussion Woo! has made me think of another one that I kind of have always oh. found overrated. <laughs> and I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to piss everyone off, man. Oh, I think oh. I know what it is. Because it's... Oh, l- l- the wait, name, the name has been said like at least a dozen times today. And even by oh. myself, but I really wasn't the biggest fan of Slaughter Cinema. Like, I thought it was okay. Tim is a rebutton just to kick Drew off. <laughs> like, I don't think it was bad. I, I think it was good. Like, it was somewhere between fine and good for me, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, the amount of people that had that as, like, their top house that year, and I was just like, I just don't see it. You know, that, I, I guess for I me, right here. for me, Slaughter <laughs> Cinema that year was, like, the Universal Monsters one the year after, where it was just, like, everyone was just holding it on such a pedestal that I was just like, I just don't see it. Like it's fun. It's enjoyable. But like there were nights where like, I just didn't even want to do it. 
you know, but I mean, everyone's different. And I'm not saying this, like I hated that house, you know, but it just, the hype for that one was just nowhere near what it was. I, I think that, I think that's the key that everybody like listening to us, we don't hate it. It's just overrated. Yeah. No, there's definitely yeah. things I hate. Don't get me wrong, but that's not well, one of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Well, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, maybe we should have had it. Maybe we should end about everything. We should have had a uh, what do you hate <laughs> topic oh, no. as well. No, I think it'd be great. Stay and scream. Another hour. Oh, my God. Okay, so we've had Gary. We've had myself. Drew, you've went. So let's go. I want to hear what Ash has to say. I don't think uh, Brian and Drew are going to like what I have to say, but um, <laughs> and, and, if, and, if you, and if you're listening, please please don't unsubscribe. But um, like Tim said as well, I think overrated and not liking are two completely different things. And I think this is the most overrated event in Horror Nights history, which is Halloween Horror Nights 17 Carnival of Carnage. Um, Actually, I'm. So don't, oh yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I'm on board with that take. Oh, good. Okay, perfect. I thought that was good. I feel like a lot of people in the community hold that on a pedestal and every event underneath it. Um, I think, don't get me wrong, the concept of it, the backstory, the the aesthetic, amazing. Such a good idea. Worked fantastic. But um, the mazes that year, I think all the Titans house, I think Freddy's was the best house, but the Titans house all felt a little bit flat for me. The, uh, the fun house, the 3D wasn't working on my glasses. The finger simulation, I had to go through that in the light. The lights didn't, the lights came on. So I had to go through that in the light. And then, I mean, Home for the Holidays was good. Uh, uh, Vampire Bloodbath, was that? Yeah, it sure was. Yes, yes, it was. Oh, that was, that was rough. Um, Curse of Mary Shaw, it was, it, yep. it was fine. Um, but yeah, the Carnival of Carnage is um, put on this such a high pedestal. Um, and yeah, I think it's an overrated year. But what do you guys I, I, think? I know you said. You I'll just say that. For me, that one's always going to be different because that was my first year going. So oh gosh, for me, right. it's always going to have a place in my heart at the very least, right? But that event wasn't really like a complete event because there was like no scare zones. It was just houses, yeah, right? So everyone remembers the entrance and the giant Ferris wheel. Basically, they, that, that was correct. awesome, but... Yeah, the, the, en- the entrance way of the event yeah. was amazing. That's probably one of my favorite like archway entrances they've had. You know, they had scare actors in what is it, Battery Park, is that what it's called? Or Central Park, which is the one, Park, the one by the Hollywood. Macabre, the Troop Macabre. They had those guys. They had a couple right. of roaming actors near like the Mummy and Finnegan's, but that was it. There wasn't really any yeah. scare zones. Every, oh, what about the, the motorcycle yeah, guys? Yeah, they, they, they had, had like, like um, bumper cars and motorcycle guys going around. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. They were pretty neat. So, you know. you know, my first house that I ever did at Horror Nights was the Freddy Krueger the dream walk dream walkers that was called so i don't know yeah that was my first house that i ever did loved it you know there's definitely some memories there i love the texas chainsaw massacre house that they had that year i loved uh the thing house there were some that were fine some that were okay but it just for me it's always going to have a special place just because it was my first time going yeah so like to me like i would almost argue that 25 is a little overrated because the top tippy top lineup of houses was outstanding you know you had uh freddy versus jason insidious 25 years but the bad houses that year were kind of really bad you know the purge the yeah, walking uh, dead that year was was horrific 
um body collector's recollection you know what was what was the other um the run 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 not good you know so like there was there was a lot of good but there was also a lot of bad the only thing that made that event really is just everything was so well connected in terms of like the zones and everything just felt great you know but like again it doesn't mean it's bad but yeah (laughs) i I was gonna say for horror night 17 i actually didn't i think it's not my overrated pick but i did not like nightmare on elm street I know a lot of people have it up there, but I did not like yeah. it. And the same thing that Drew said, 17. Now, I had a problem where I almost didn't make the event um, because of whatever my situation was back then. And then I found one day where I was able to go. And on the way up, my car broke down. So already my one day is already getting screwed. We get there late. Uh, the event started at 6 or whatever. I, we get there like 8.30. So we're already two and a half hours behind. And we go to the, the first house, Nightmare on Elm Street. That was the house I was looking forward to. They said the wait was 30 minutes. It turns out being an hour. So we're already losing time there. I go through it. And I remember going out like, it's fine. Everyone loves it. I don't see why. Um, but yeah, no, that, I agree with that hot take. No, it's interesting. I thought you were going to go the opposite way, you guys. <laughs> um, I guess, is, am, I, am I up now? Is that me? Or, uh, yeah. I, we have, what do we have? Luke and Brian left? On this one? Yeah, I think so. Okay. We'll go with Luke. I'll save me for last. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, mine's going to piss people off. But again, I love the house. It was a great house. But I just don't see the hype behind it. And it's Scarecrow. <laughs> I just remember going every time going. The- I quit, Luke. I quit. <laughs> I I piss He's him young. Off. He yeah. doesn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I went through it. I think it I went through it like 11 him. times. It was a great house. but. I don't know. I just kept on the, the scariest part about it was Big Ben at the end. That big puppy that came stomping <laughs> out. <laughs> he was the only part that I was kind of like, okay, this is a little scary. But again, I would just happen and I would just walk out and just like, okay, on to the next house. That was good. But everybody else would just be freaking out about it. So I know I'm going to get a lot of hate. Did you not have good runs in it? Maybe not. I guess not. Because again, like each scare quote unquote i would just kind of be like oh okay saw that one saw that one i i'm sure that plays a part into probably a lot of our decisions as well is if you had good runs through it yeah um but man wow i'm really shocked like i I mean i think the casts all the casts in this house were just always on point i don't ever remember a bad run through that house yeah. But that's just me. I mean, I know things can be different on a different night, you know, when I'm not there or, and you're there. So I get that. But wow, yeah, I, I, I am again, though. The house is awesome. Like the aesthetic, everything just I love the storyline behind it, too, with the Dust Bowl and whatnot. But again, it just didn't hit as hard as it did for other people. I, I think people need to, to realize what Tim said, though, because for most of us, you know, I can only speak for like, like Drew and I, for example, for being locals, I guess Luke now. Like we can go thirty nights a year and do a house multiple times over and over and over. There's certain people that only get one run through, and if that cast isn't on, that best house is the worst house ever. Yeah, and I think some people that Absolutely. that review houses need to realize that that someone else's treasure is someone else's trash. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I'm, I've been I've been waiting for this the whole time. I can't <laughs> wait to hear what Brian has to say. Okay. <laughs> well. I had um, two in my head. 
And originally, I was going to go with the big houses in Horror Nights 22, which was Dead End and Gothic. But then the more I thought about it, and, and it's going to surprise a lot of people, I realized they're maybe not overrated. Maybe people like them, but they're not overrated in my mind. In recent years, I've been reflecting on this house, and it was a house that I loved. It was a house that was repeated. And I think the repeated house made me realize as years passed, this house, although good, is overrated. And that's Ooh. American Werewolf in London. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. All right. Wait, before you go any further. So my question is, if there wasn't a repeat, would you be here? With that thought, I, I don't know. So here's the thing: I, I, okay. I think the repeat made me realize this, and and you know when when we did Hordex twenty five, and I, and I think, Drew, you and I sort of had this conversation on on our review for it that it's it was the same house other than one extra scare. So in theory, we should still love it. But the difference between American Werewolf London in twenty five and American Werewolf London in twenty three is the rest of the house lineup. Whereas 25 had some stellar standouts, 23 had really nothing. You had Resident Evil, which was meh. You had Cabin in the Woods, which was fine. It was enjoyable. Um, You had, what was else in 23? Um, Evil Dead, which was fine. Yeah, Resident Evil. But the house lineup for 23 was far inferior than 25. So now you have the same house in a better lineup, and it's just getting lost in translation. So I liked it, but now as years gone past, I look past it. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it wasn't one of the best houses ever. Well, here's, here's the argument that I'll make that we said with killer clowns too, is that the people in, in these properties can sometimes make them too. So it was a new cast, you know, and even sometimes like when you go to an event and like, if you go enough where, you know, there's two separate casts for each house and you know that like one is, is better than the other, you know, like that just happens, you know? So, and that's kind of when I was talking about Bill and Ted before when Luke asked if they should bring it back and like American werewolf in London in my head is my example of why I say no, because I had the same experience because I thought that house was amazing the first time around and it comes back and it's like, "Hmm." and that's my fear for this year as someone who was local and was able to go do the houses last year that were open during the day now. And I don't mean, you know, I don't want to sound like selfish and be like, they should change it because I know a lot of people weren't able to see the houses last year. There was a lot going on, you know, but I am a little bit concerned. I mean, granted they haven't made it official that they're coming back, but I think most people would assume that that's definitely the case, but I am a little bit concerned that it's going to, kind of ruin those the memory of those you know like especially for uh bride of frankenstein uh tooth fairy i wasn't as high on so i feel like that one can only get better for me but it's just a it's just when you i think horror nights because it's so temporary you make these memories and you have good memories of stuff and then they're gone you know so it's always going to be a good memory but when you keep seeing the same things over and over and over again, that's what makes like hollow scream not worth visiting every year for me personally, because it's usually the same stuff every year. So it's a unique circumstance this year going forward, but I totally agree in terms of American werewolf in London. 
Yeah, and and, and yeah. just to clarify, so people don't come from my head, I don't think it's a bad house. <laughs> I still think it is one of their top houses that they've ever done. But now in recent years, I'm looking back and I'm like, I just don't think it's that top five or ten house that we had it back. You know, during you know 20, 2015, 16. So you, you guys might may know this. So did they want to redo that house just because it was popular or did Landis like the puppets more in Hollywood than, than he did in Orlando at the time? I think honestly, that was just a way to um, get a, get another house. in. Yeah. Cause that was the first year yeah. of being 10 houses, I believe. Yeah. Right, so it was like, it was like a than- cheap, it was like a cheap way to just kind of have a 10th house especially when you're in an event that that was still growing at the time too. It was getting more and more popular every year, you know? So bring back one of the houses that was well-received as one of the best of all time and do it on the cheap, you know? Yeah, probably makes sense. I know Landis was at the, was he at the media event, John Landis? And was saying he's so excited to see how they've changed the puppets in this one. Um, It's pretty much the same. And now they reuse them in houses all the time. Trick or treat. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> well, I know they also they also were planning that house for um, Horror Nights twenty two. Yep, that's uh, that that's what became Silent Hill. Interesting. The layout is the exact same. If you look it up, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Well, dang. All right, guys. Well, that brings us that to fun. the conclusion of the roundtable. By God. Yeah, that oh, got God. very controversial. Very. <laughs> don't seriously, don't come for any of our heads. Yes, we, please. Just opinions. We all have yes. them. It's all good. <laughs> and again, not just overrated. Not that we hated it. Just, just what we thought, exactly. You know? That is the key. Overrated yes. and hated. Two yes. different things. Yeah, it's not like we're talking about HHN Hollywood here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. All right. Well. Who? Anybody else want to talk about anything? Gary, you got anything? Am I missing something? What are we doing? No, I was just going to say, uh, Brian Drew, is there, there anything that you want to plug? Anything going on at the minute? Anything you want to advertise or anything like that? I do want to say I'm surprised a drools of the round table hasn't uh, made an appearance. <laughs> oh. Considering Drew likes to add his name on everything. Just Brian RP tour. <laughs> rebranded love it awesome well we appreciate you, appreciate you guys coming on yeah, thank you always. for joining us no, of course always love to talk yeah, about for nice. sure yes everybody thank you to yeah, drew and good, brian good from inside time. universal coming over and hanging out with us uh, true vets we'll, we'll we'll do another one of these round tables in the future that's for sure um we love doing them it's fun uh gary where are we at well, I'm I'm in England. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not what I really meant. But I mean, where can you where where can you find us? Um, we are on Twitter at RIP to our podcast, and now Instagram exactly the same because I um when I made the accounts for some reason I made them both totally different. But now we've got them both the same. <laughs> nice. So, uh, and we are now on YouTube. Oh, we have a couple right, of YouTube, YouTube videos out um as well. So definitely want to subscribe to that. Ready for the live quiz next week absolutely be fun um i think tim you're going to be the the judge taking notes Ooh. of uh, who answers first uh, yeah i i mean i don't care what i do so we have ash the historian who's <laughs> writing the quiz because uh he just he's like a walk and talk and encyclopedia yep. <laughs> um and we just have luke 
happy that he's going to be I there. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> wow. Um, and I think we'll make and I think we'll make it easy. Like if you guys want to do, like you guys listening, if you want to do it as solo or if you want to do it as you know teams, you can totally do that. You know, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yep. The rules are going to be the first person we see on the live chat to answer the current question will get the point. Yeah, and we should be able to see it because um, the comments are time stamped and actually time stamped uh, to the second, if I'm not mistaken. Correct, Gary? Yeah, okay, cool. and we can also put the chat up on the screen. So there's no collusion or any sort like sort of cheating or anything. Um, you guys will be able to see what we see as well. Nice. So should be fun. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, so definitely go follow um Horror Night Nightmares as well, who are hosting the event. Mm-hmm. Um they'll be posting all of the um other um shows and accounts who are taking part and all the information's on there. Um obviously you should be following us if you're listening to us. Go, um, go follow Inside Universal. Also follow, yep, exactly. Yep, for your most up-to-date Halloween Horror Nights um, news and all that sort of good stuff. But yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, yeah. so I think uh, this yeah. is a good place to end it. So uh, thanks again to uh, Drew and Brian from Inside Universal for joining us. Yeah, thanks, and, uh, Yeah, thank you. Any, any last words? Anybody else? Anybody want to say anything before we go? Uh, All right, then. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of something controversial to say at the end. Of oh, my God. <laughs> Drew just wants to end it and throw the grenade again and leave. Eddie is anyway, overrated, right. too. There it is. Ah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We will see you Saturday at the uh, at the 1 o'clock spot, and that's Eastern Time. Five o- oh, no. Six, wait, 6 o'clock? No, what? what? Six o'clock for the, for the UK. Uh, for the token British guy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So 1 o'clock Eastern. Six o'clock UK time. We will see you Saturday, June fifth, for the HHN at home event where we'll do, be doing our trivia contest on YouTube. So, until then, guys, we will see you next time. Bye. Duh. Duh. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.